Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorization number TP slash 01005. Welcome to Sports Day with Badge and Sats. Two footy legends covering all things sport for Kia. The new Kia Nero electric SUV range has landed. Welcome to a special edition of Sports Day. Coming to you live from the Sporting Globe in Rabina where it is absolutely bucketing down. Not inside, but definitely outside. In fact... Raining so hard, they've suspended play in the first uh, day-night test match between Australia and India in the women's cricket. I think we're getting killed anyway there, so we're not too worried about it. Hello and welcome to a Thursday night edition of Sports Day. Jason Matthews, Gary Belcher and Scott Sattler. And Sats, we know where Badge has now been for the last two months. In a good paddock? Or? I've been here. He's oh, been here. I come here every night. <laughs> well, he told us he was at home. one wrong turn on the way to our studio, and here I am at the sport. It good to see you, Gary. I'd, I'd forgotten what you looked like. It's I'd been that long. Mm. You didn't miss much. I tell you what, the food's good here. I've had the ribs four nights in a row. Here come the fries. The fries. They're mine. The calamari is outstanding. That's the only reason I'm here. See how he just brought that straight to me? I know. Because <laughs> he knows. I know. Well, you're here every night. And I'd like Thursdays, to, that's what I started. I'd like to ask Scott what he means by good paddock. You're good straight paddock. up with that, mate. Yeah, well, you're Carlene, his beautiful wife, is a good cook. And he's been quarantined at home for many, many weeks now. In, in the, the months. Gary has been. You have a six-pack of a bottle of red every night and see how you look. Yeah, <laughs> yeah but you meant to do that after the and show. And you love your ice cream. No. We do know that. You love your ice cream. As long as you don't have it while you're on the air. Like, you have it before. Right. Or... Yeah, no, that's true. Before. <laughs> <laughs> hey, uh, it is a big show tonight. This afternoon, you blokes uh, recorded a chat with one of the greats from South Sydney. You are a little bit starstruck, weren't you? Yeah, I get a bit teary well, when I talk about speak. this bloke. Yeah, you couldn't actually. I could do. You? I actually get a little bit emotional because he's my favourite player ever to put on the red and green for and South Sydney. when you were pointing to Badge and I saying, yeah, wrap it up, wrap it up. I was saying, too scared to. I was saying, no, you wrap it I was up. I too scared. You deserve to wrap it up because you're a mad, you're a mad Bunnies fan. I, I don't mind. So we're, we're talking about the great Bob McCarthy. Bob McCarthy. Yeah. We probably should mention that to the yeah, listeners. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, look, I'm happy to tell Meg Lenning I get chafe. I've got no problems with that. But saying hello to Bob McCarthy scares the crap out of me. I don't know why. But <laughs> anyway, Meg Lenny, she dropped a very important catch earlier today. She couldn't stop thinking about you and the chafe. Was just, she was looking for me disgusted. on the fence. <laughs> she's, oh, what's that bloke rubbing himself over oh, the fence? God, how much Vaseline can one man use? Yeah, I know. I understand. Has Bob that guy McCarthy. been served his AVO papers yet? <laughs> I'm not quite sure. So, uh, Bob McCarthy, two parts tonight. Uh, he'll be coming up at around about 20 past six and again after seven o'clock tonight. He's an absolute champion. Sorry, he, he, he no, coached right. me. Sats knew him before I did because he grew up with all the South blokes and what an absolute um, yeah, champion bloke Macca, Macca is. And as you hear in the, in the chat, one he the loves... Great, one loves of the great storytellers. He's one he? of the best. Yeah. Sats, what was it like growing up? Like, you know, obviously your dad, John, and what was it like growing up in, in a household where you had all these famous 
South players just coming and going all the time. Well, you know, we moved up to Queensland uh, very young, when I was very young, and but uh, every year, um, part of my childhood growing up, Jason Badge and listeners, was every year that the Origin, when Origin started in 1980, and 81 and 82, when it, 82 when it went to three games, and there was a Queensland game played each year, all the South Sydney, mainly the Ford pack, John Lurch O'Neill when he was alive, and um, Elwyn Walters and Gary Stevens and Bob McCarthy, Ron Coote, uh, Paul Sait, uh, George sure. Piggins, and those, these used to all come up. And whatever pub we lived in, Woogie can't speak. Yeah. <laughs> whatever pub we lived in, they used to come, and Dad and his teammates used to have this big boozy lunch on the Tuesday before the Wednesday grand final. So, as a kid, each and every year, I would just be sitting at the end of the table because I was a footy nerd. Yeah. And when I grew up, I used to go and put on Dad's footy jerseys and play imaginary games, and I was Bob McCarthy. I was never Dad, I was Bob McCarthy every time. So I'd sit at the end of the table like the little snotty-nosed kid who was 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, every year, and just listen to the same stories <laughs> every year. And you know what? They never got boring. And yeah, so, wow. yeah, Bob McCarthy is a guy that, you know, you look at him as a, as a rugby league South Sydney fan, and he is. He's a, he's a god in he rugby is. league. And, yeah, you know, I, I find it really pl- privileged, and not to gloat, but I find it really privileged that, that I can just pick up the phone and push his number and he'll answer the phone and say good day to you. And, and Badge, you're the same. You've had a lot to do with Bobby back in your early days well, in Brisbane. Well, and he is mortal. He had a really uh, a tough time recently and he's had heavy surgery on his back and neck, hasn't yeah. he? And, mm. um, but, yeah, he was, he's a great chat. It was, it was fantastic to yeah. catch up with him. He revolutionised the game. Well, Clive Churchill revolutionised the game, the way that back rowers should play. And Badge touched on this. I mean, he played right out on the edges where the centres neither where the centres play. Like the back rolls play today, Viliami Kikau and Angus Crichton and co, they sit out the on the edges. Runner, yeah. He was doing that in Tip the 60s. Yeah. And they, so they were saying he was a bludger. Yeah. But it was, it, was a game plan by, it was a game plan for Ron Coote and Bobby McCarthy by Clive Churchill. Yeah, incredible stuff. Well, listen, it was an honour sitting in the studio just listening to this. Uh, as I say, we'll get to that around about 20 past six tonight, part one of the Bob McCarthy chat. Uh, Jared Wallace will be popping down to say good day uh, here at the Sporting Globe and Rabina. We'd love you to come down and say hello as well, even though capacities have been cut a little bit by the Queensland Government. Ooh, we'll get to that yes. a little later on. Chris Nelson. A little gun shy on giving some tips, and it's hard because there's going to be a lot of rain around southeast Queensland in the next couple of days. I'll give you a tip. Wouldn't you, wouldn't you back mudlark? I'll give you an early tip right now. <laughs> well, no don't listen to Chris Nelson. <laughs> there it is, folks. We've had it right there. Now, listen, a couple of things I want to look. Badge, just because the lady walks past with a plate of food, it's not everything's yours. I, I there actually, are other people ordering actually, stuff. Actually, I want to see how this goes when, when it is delivered to our table <laughs> and how you well, hoe I'm, in. I'm going to hand the show over to you guys in just a sec. Wayne Bennett says Cody Walker and Adam Reynolds are the new Alfie and Kevy. Uh, boys, are they even close? And can you name a better pairing? You um, go first. That's I'm having a rib. Uh, yeah, well, when you, you mention Alfie, when of course <laughs> when you mention Alfie, um, badge starts to salivate. But in saying that, you know, if, if you're going to be compared to the great of Alfie and, and Kevy and the partnership they had at Broncos level, Australian level, and, and State of Origin level, I think ability-wise, Wayne's got every right to, to compare them. They've got to win a comp. Yeah, they have to win a comp. First and foremost, together. Um, but you know what? It's, uh, yeah, Alfie and Kevy, their their partnership badge, and you saw a lot of it at Origin level. Their partnership stemmed way, way before they made first grade, wasn't it? The, the funny, the funny thing about it was Kevy was really played more like a halfback, and Alf played more like a free running five eight. Mm. But he off, off the first receiver, 
Um, but, you know, Alpha's more like Cody Walker from what the way I see it. And, and Kevy more like Adam Reynolds, but absolutely outstanding players. So I can see his, his comparison. And then you start to think about those other great combinations over the years, don't you? The Johns brothers and, and Stuart and Daly. And the, um, it's an amazing list. Badge, but they're you, right up there. You've spoken to me about it. It'd be interesting to talk when we spoke to Bobby about it as well, when we asked him about this current South team and how much he enjoys watching some of these players. But, and Badge, you, you liken Cody Walker to Cliffy Lyons. He does play a Absolutely. lot like him, doesn't he? Absolutely. And, and he had that great combo with, um, with uh, Desi for a while. Yep. Jeff Toovey. Um, Cliffy could do stuff that... I, I played some footy with him, and um, rep footy for, on tour, and he'd put the ball in your hands. You'd, you'd be coming back inside him. You'd put him in your hand, and then it'd be gone. He'd be going the other way, and you'd still have the footy. And <laughs> He was just a magician. Cliffy Lyons had one of the best taboos for Australia ever. In that second test in, in he was 1990, yeah, yeah, he was 29, hitting 30. Um, he'd already won a, a Clive Churchill medal in '87, but finally got to play for Australia. He's just outstanding, and there's a lot of similarities with uh, with Cody Walker. Oh, we'd love your thoughts on this. Oh four double seven seven three six seven three six. Who are the best six and seven combinations in the game ever? Ever? Yeah. Are, are, are Cody are, Walker? Are they even the best at the moment in the current game? Too, they you have might to think. Be. You might. Well, they have to be. Might, I reckon plenty of people will be going. It's, it's Cleary and Luai. They go all right. No. Munster and Hughes, they go all right. You're sure they got knocked out last week. If they were in the grand final, we'll be saying, well, Munster and Hughes, how good are they? So yeah. you might think they're not even the best in the current competition. We don't want to hear from you. <laughs> 0477 736 736. Uh, boys, who wins the, the grand final in the Clive Churchill? We'll get to that real soon. I'll get your thoughts on that. But I'd love our listener th- thoughts yep. on this up front as well. Can we go winner? Clive Churchill medalist. Is that what we're asking yes, our listeners? Okay. Yes. Yeah, gotcha. that's, that's what I just said. Okay. Can I throw something in really quickly? What? Winner, uh, winner. On ribs, the, ribs for dinner. On the text message. <laughs> and we're going to get to it a little bit later on because I think it's a really good topic, Adrian. Uh, I'm going to ask you, Badge, and I'll give you time to think about it. We won't answer it now. Sats and Badge, and I guess Woogie, who, though, has a few head of cattle missing from the top paddock, <laughs> does jag the odd clever comment. Is it more difficult to teach a player to attack? Or to tackle. Don't answer it now. We'll think about it. We'll answer it a little bit later. 0477-736-736. Who wins the grand final this Sunday? And who gets the Clive Churchill? Before we get into some of our news stories, of course, every Thursday we finish the show with a song that our listeners want to hear. Well, mm. we put three up. They vote for them. Badge, you've picked my favourite Beatles. Interesting. I'm interesting. It's my favourite Beatles, Beatles song, song as well. Is, but I'm yeah. interested to hear why. Why? Here comes well, the sun by the Beatles. what's going on at the moment? We're on the, the oh, Gold the Coast in South East Queensland. It's raining. But I look up the weather forecasting, and gee, I hope it's not like this because there's a there's some really serious weather events right. happening up right up through New South Wales mm. and into Queensland, mm. but not on Sunday. This is the song he wants to hear Here at the end of the, the show. Sun. Do do do. Um, Sats, yep. long way to the top if you want a sausage roll from ACDC. Why, why have you picked that, mate? Oh, that's about the canteen at the footy. <laughs> long way to the top because, you know what, to win a comp, to win a comp, it's a long way. And when you do finally get to the top, the pinnacle, there's plenty of rock and roll in the week after it. You two, <laughs> you two are really, you've run out of energy this year, haven't you already? What do you got? That's a great okay. nomination. Okay, Captain Obvious. Last week, what did you have? You had something. Oh, it was uh, Holy Grail. Holy Grail. Holy Grail. Oh, what do you got this week? Greatest great song, song ever. But boring. Greatest song ever. Play Tonight, we will rock you. Oh, and that's what Souths are going to do to the Panthers oh, on Sunday. We yeah. will rock you. Well, Back to Penrith. Peter Predictable. Oh, Peter Predictable. <laughs>
listeners, lovely listeners, 0477-736-736. Tell us what you want us to finish the show up with tonight. This is Sports Day coming to you live from the Sporting Globe. Let's get to this. Sports Day Sports Update. Have we done this yet? Actually, we've got to get to an ad break in about four minutes. Um, (laughs) Let's talk about uh, Queensland and COVID. Six cases today, one in Townsville. So that was plan B or C. That's now on, that's now out. Yep. Okay. Mm. So now we're dealing with plan B. B1. B1 in Brisbane. 13,000 ticket holders will be blocked from attending Sunday's NRL game because we're going to 75% capacity. How? How, how, like, so how do you, what, do they just draw them out of a hat? No, they just say the yeah. first, the first 39,000 that turn up you're in? No. What, what happened? It was the first 39,000 to buy tickets. Oh. So a lot of people hedged their bets last week when there were still four teams left in the competition to see whether their team got in. A lot of Melbourne fans, of right. course, that are based in, in Queensland, had already bought their tickets because they thought it was a foregone conclusion they but, were going to make but, it. But can I say a lot of hardcore fans would, would not, weren't sure last week until South had their win over Manly, well, that's... until Penrith had their win over Melbourne, and they went, I'm getting tickets now, and they got straight in. Are they going to be the ones, the most recent ones? They'll miss out. From what I believe, boys, it's the, the there was two batches of tickets sold. There was the first batch. Yep. And you've also got your corporates too, by the way. I don't mm. think they'll lose there. No, they're not. They're not. But you've got the first batch that went on sale. So the first 75% of those purchased will keep their tickets. And then when the second batch went on sale, that was to the members, the South and Penrith members, the first 75% of those right. tickets sold. And then you had the last What if batch. they're all sitting together in clumps? Well, they are. The South supporters and the Penrith supporters are sitting in clumps. But isn't every fourth seat got to be well, vacant I, I so think COVID that, can't jump? Well, yeah, that's right. Um, it doesn't jump if you're sitting down eating or drinking. It's mm. only if you're standing up okay. with a face mask on. Mm. Cool. All right, so that's what's happening. Um, yeah. What about this carefully worded email? Who, have you seen this that's gone from the Bulldogs to its players about yes. being vaccinated? Yes. The, the, what they're saying is... Um, we want you to, we're anticipating that you will be double vaccinated by the time you come back to training. And they're back to training November 1. Yep. So at the moment, I don't think they can say you have to be, but there will be some consequences for players that aren't vaccinated because they'll be unable, we're expecting, to travel to games and might have other restrictions around them as far as accommodation goes and whatever else. So the Bulldogs, this is a big test case for a lot of sports around Australia. The Bulldogs have said to their players, hey, um, we are expecting this. And then I guess they're going to sit back now and wait for the response from maybe some of the players that don't want to get vaccinated. Well, this is where the Rugby League Players Association will come in and see whether they actually support this mandate by the clubs or they, they fight against it. Now, the biggest argument is going to be beliefs, religious beliefs. That, that's going to be the biggest argument. But there are some flat earthers too that don't think that they yeah, should true. hurt it. Yeah. But this is, yeah. Yeah, this is going to be a tricky one. This is because it goes across all industries, doesn't it? Once again, the Bulldogs have to protect everyone working for them. And as an employer, so if you're not right vaccinated, yeah. you are more likely to, mm. to get COVID and to spread it. Is that going to be the loophole for most businesses? It's our, it's yeah. our, it's our job as an employer to provide a safe working environment. Well, I, think, I think it's happening with our You board. have the right to it welcome is, yeah. people onto your property when you're an employer. Yeah. So yeah. I was talking to a friend today who's an employer and he, did, he doesn't know which way to go. I said, well, you've got the right as an employer. So yeah, it, it, there's going to be a lot of grey area about this. Well, and, and I think I said it last week, Parramatta, for example, they go and play a game in Darwin next year. 
and well, they play in Darwin every year. And the thing is, the NT government saying we're not allowing anyone into the state who's not double vaxxed. Mm. So you can't do your job either. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm heading to Darwin in a few weeks' time. Hopefully, if things don't change as far as border colleges go for a, for a function up there. Right, yeah. Um, you, you can't just go unless you. Is he? I was going to say, is that cashing a cashing? No, no, no. Folding? No, it's no. I'm not getting paid for that. You're getting a poker so machine, aren't you? I do this yeah. stuff for nothing. Like you. Yeah. You've seen how bad I am. I couldn't charge. I got lucky I wasn't eating anything then. Um, 0477-736-736. Shoot us a text about anything. A quick one, Sats. What do you got? Well, Danger, any, uh, anyone who is oh. in Cairns, we will rock you. And uh, Thank you, Danger. Talk about the, the winner and also the Clive Churchill medal. Uh, Rooster Muzz says, Evening, gents. Penrith and not Latrell Mitchell. And there's also 17-8 South win and the man of the match, Clive Churchill Reynolds. And Who uh, said that? No, no. make sure you leave your name. Yeah, put your name in your But area also, just on the back of Alfie and Kevy and Wayne saying Cody and, and Adam Reynolds, we've got a couple of texts here. Uh, one is from Nick from Newcastle. The other one is uh, Troy from the Paracave co- uh, podcast. Oh. They both said Sterling and Kenny. Of course. They've got oh, to be yeah. the best halves combo of all time. Yes. Yeah, good. Yeah, hard to, hard um, to I bet you there's some others out there as well we haven't even thought of. 0477 736 Jeez. There's a beauty. Mm. Uh, this is Sports Day for the new Kia Nero electric Stuart SUV Bailey. range has wow. landed. All right, stop, boys. We've got. Come we've, on, get to the break. We've got to get the, <laughs> at the Sporting Globe. He's eating my it should, be the size of a, it should be the size of a house. <laughs> yeah. Size of a house, badge. Hey, we're going to go to a break. When we come back, part one of your great chat with Bob McCarthy next here on Sports Day. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the new Kia Nero electric SUV range has landed. Yeah, and that man there is uh, South Sydney Royalty and one of the greats of our game. And Badge, you've had a lot to do with our, our very special guest on Sports Day, as have I. And that man is Bobby McCarthy. How are you, Bobby? Uh, good afternoon, boys. Very good, thanks. Thanks for joining us on Sports Day, mate. So close to the grand final. First and foremost, before we talk to you about the grand final this Sunday, you, you've just come over, um, you've just come through a, a pretty serious operation yourself, haven't you? How are you feeling? Oh, I'm feeling good. Um, I had major neck surgery, which was a bit... Um, it all started around about Christmas time when I was laying in bed and I, I was getting these burners in the neck every now and then. And uh, after it sort of settled down, then all of a sudden it flare up again. And then I went and saw the, my, my doctor that operated on my lower back, uh, and he'd done an X-ray. And he said, "Oh, he said you're a bit, a bit of problem there." He said, uh, "Someone whacked you over the back of the head, or you was in a car crash and got um, ran up the bum." He said, "You'd uh, could have been a quadriplegic." And I said, "What do you mean?" He said, and "He showed me on the X-ray that uh, where the bone was pressing on my spinal cord." And he said, you've got exactly the same thing that, uh, that uh, the Superman bloke, what was his name? Um, Christopher Reeve. Christopher Reeve. the horse and Christopher Reeve, yeah. He said, you've got exactly the same spot where he snapped his. And I said to him, uh, what well, your spinal cord's made of rubber. And he said, no. He said, it's like spaghetti. So that's why they snap so easy. So he said, I better get you in. So he's um, 
I didn't realise he was going to put all this metal in my neck. He said he was going to put a bracket here and um, some rungs here and whatever, but uh, apparently I saw the x-rays bracketed me all the way down my neck. So uh, it's tightened up and it's, I, I just got my neck's just got to get muscles in my neck. I just got to get used to the weight up there. And Other than that, mate, I'm pretty good. Is it true that your, uh, your neck and your back was uh, – you're getting burners from carrying Ron Coote your whole career or – uh, yeah, half and half, yeah, I'm sick and tired of that. But he, uh, well, we had a pretty good pack of forwards, so we used to take turns and turns and turns, you know. But me, me and Ronnie were, we were, we were grateful when that four tackle rule came in and the guy put us out in the centres and took away all that stuff of getting, getting bashed in the middle all the time. But uh, every now and then we'd have to get back in there again and, and something would happen. But we always had a good pack of forwards. Oh, yeah. Even you know, when we get our top side, the second grade side was a pretty hot side too. Nice to win premierships also or get beaten grand finals. But it was pretty strong all the way through then in the Rabbits. And um, it's unfortunate that they ran out of money years and years later. I think your dad took it all, Scotty. <laughs> and he went back to Queensland and there was nothing left for anyone else. So Lurch, Lurch big John O'Neill finished up going to Manly and Ronnie Coote went to, when Albert Walters went to the Roosters and then... South told me I was over the hill, so I finished up going, going out to Canterbury, and then after two years, they thought I got young again, so they brought me back, <laughs> <laughs> which is very astute uh, signing, you know what I mean? And uh, that just sort of happened. They just thought there was an assembly line going to go on forever and a day, and it, it did for a while, but we just didn't have any money to afford people like Ian Roberts and Terry Hill and uh, what's his name? Jim Sedaris, you know, Brave and Astor, Craig Wing, all these kids. South didn't have any money to keep them, so they finished up all going elsewhere and, and doing well for themselves, you know, and some of them came back to the fore again, but parts like Craig Wingy come back and I don't know if Jim Sedaris did. Uh, another one too, uh, Jimmy Dimmick, he was another one, another yeah. international that South couldn't afford to hold and uh, it was just a shame, you know, that um, it happened. But now that Russell Crowe got involved and he had a bit of clout with, all the, with a bit of... He, bit of money and uh, he's able to buy all these class players and I didn't realise, you know, when when uh, Greg Ingalls was running around to Melbourne, I just think myself, geez, wish we could afford a player like him. And lo and behold, we got him over there and what happens? We win a grand final. So um, it's good to good to have some class players back in the in, in the place. Yeah. And Mac, you know, that, that, that famous intercept try that we just played at the start, mm. there was a, a bit of a feeling around at the time that you were – because I know you were saying Clive put you out wide, though that you were having a bit of a bludge out wide, but that's where he wanted you to play, and of course that became the way for yeah. the the running second mm-hmm. rowers. Did that mm-hmm. did that cost you a, a kangaroo tour? Well, they seem to think so, but they picked me during the year for city seconds and all you know the old city country games. Mm-hmm. So um, I'm not too sure, but you know we we had a guy on there that on the Australian panel it was uh, it was South Park. He never, he never used to speak to me. I just don't think he ever liked me. And, um, <laughs> and I, I remember him before the grand final, Duncan Thompson came in the room and he was the chairman of selectors from Queensland. And he was the chairman of selectors of the Australian team. And he come in and I was having a massage on the table and Clive was talking to me. And he come in and he said, hello, boys. And Clive said, oh, there you go. And come over and meet Bob McCarthy. And he and Clive said, he yeah, was a big bloke tonight when they picked the reps, the um, kangaroos. And he tapped me on the belly and he said, he's got no worries. So I thought to myself, oh, that's nice enough. I'm coming from the chairman, and lo and behold, um, I didn't get in. And then I, years later, one of the South selectors uh, that was, was doing the city sides and the New South Wales sides, he, um, 
he found out that they didn't even nominate me. Well, and I, wow. I couldn't believe it. I said, no, that wouldn't be right. He said, no, he said, you never got nominated. I said, well, who was the shadow's second rower? I must have been the shadow. And he said, no, he said, the shadow was a bloke from Queensland called Jeff Connell that come down and played with Balmain and Canterbury. He said, so you were never in the, in the thing. I said, well, that, that bloody Duncan Thompson told me must be a bloody lie. You know, he told me I was in, but then the, the, lo and behold, it wasn't even mentioned. Oh. So just she goes to show, and well, that it wasn't just me that year. But there was Arthur Beach and Bobby Fulton. Well, two of them finished up being immortals, and then they came out years later. This um, Henry Porter, who was chairman back then, uh, one, uh, the chairman of New South Wales, he came out and said that they made a made a major error, that no one else said anything, and uh, we all finished up captain in Australia. And as as we said. To finish up being immortal. Yeah. Hey, Macca, you know, before we get into what the bunnies are doing, and they're they're in in really good shape. Grand final going to Brisbane, and and it's very new to many people, but not to you, because of course mm. your 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 coaching mm. career started with South, my old club in Brizzy, and mm. you know, mm. I, I, Satch, you might know, Macca was the the the, uh, the coach that put me back to fullback. Yeah. I realised I was a crappy mm. centre. I think I was about <laughs> to go and shake hands with the second grade coach, and he went, "Oh, have a go at fullback." So. But um, uh, yeah, well, three three in a row with uh, with the Magpies in your first three years uh, grand finals up in Brizzy. Yeah, well, I think I think over the four years I was there, we we won eleven premierships in the in in the, all the grades. Those five grades we had, like first, mm. second, third grade, and we had the under twenty ones in the open grade. And I don't think they won a premiership in any grade since nineteen fifty two. That's right. So. We, um, but you know, we had some good kids. We, we Greg Vivas was running around picking blokes out, and I remember you, Badge, when um, uh, someone said that uh, there's a good young lock forward playing under 18s. So, so I go out and watch him play, and because um, I was thinking of throwing you in the, into the third grade or whatever, you know. And I saw you play, and I thought to myself, you know, you look like Ronnie Coote, but you know, when give you something at the ball, you just keep carving them up. And I said to Casper Cohen, our second grade coach, I said, I think I've got a centre for you. Um, and he said, I said, I, I said, his name's Gary Belt. He said, oh, I've heard of him. He said, he's got a brother too. He said, he goes all right, but he's not as big or whatever, you know. And a, He was tough. And what was your brother's name Steve. again? Steve. Um, Steve, that's hey. him, Steve. Anyway, uh, we got you up and we threw you in the centres and, and I was watching you play and touch and all that type of stuff and I, I said you could pick balls up on the flight, you know, full pace, at a, half volleys at a full pace. But I said to uh, Cass one night, you know, I said, I might get throw this guy in the fullback. I said, he's, because we had, we had solid fullbacks back then, but they didn't have your running game. And, and I remember saying it to you, I think I'd have thrown this on the fullback this week. And you look, give me a funny, funny look. As if um, <laughs> oh, you weren't interested. It was dirty. And then two kangaroo two was later. And uh, <laughs> all those grand finals you played with Canberra, I'd, I've always been waiting for you to throw something back my way. <laughs> <the> <laughs> I'm, I'm not expecting the lettuce or anything like that, but it used to be something, you know. I tell you, we used to play touch footy before, always before training, um, definitely on mm. a, like a Tuesday night, first night. And Macca, the, the club was just this great club. Everyone was involved. Everyone knew each other. But we'd play touch football and Macca had this thing like, because a bloke had run around him and beat him and he'd, he'd just swipe the arm and hit himself on the ass. <laughs> And make the noise, and he come back. And he, he, no, he didn't get me yet. Everyone heard it. <laughs> Old school. You know, they were good times. There's Tuesday nights. Weren't they? They were. Everyone trained together for Tuesday night, and then Thursday nights, all the players went to their respective sides with their respective coaches, and it was good because it was good and camaraderie. You know, when, when some of them guys, you know, after a couple of games, might have been playing with you know with Melbourne England, and I didn't want them to get overawed. 
So we made them all train together, and as we said, we got four. What did they say? Well, I think 11, 11, yeah, I think it was 11 premierships or 12 premierships out of just being all sort of all mates together, and away they went, you know. And as you said, we made three in a row in the first in the first grade, and we're just a bit unfortunately that uh, we didn't win three in, three in a row, but that's just the way it was. And um, just getting the one premiership was uh, great for the people that lived around that area. You know, they'd been neglected for so long, and to win all those things later on when Benny come along, what they win again in 80, whatever it was? 85. Uh, 85, wasn't it? Then you all took mm. off to Canberra and um, and then the, the well went dry again. Yeah, yeah. Mick but, Reardon. Uh, Mick Reardon scoring that winning try in 1981 grand final. Winning try, yeah. Now, oh, loving the chat with uh, Bob McCarthy. Part two coming up in around about 30 minutes' time here on Sports Day. Coming to you live from the Sporting Globe, Rabina, back shortly. Sports Day News Headlines for Polaris, Australia's number one off-road vehicle brand. Yes, time to get into our news headlines here on Sports Day. All Australians age 60 and older. This is suitable for none of us uh, sitting at this table. Uh, We'll be able to get the Pfizer or Moderna from the GP or pharmacy around the country from tomorrow. That's good news. Yes, That is very good news. And six new cases were recorded in Queensland today. Uh, we mentioned that off the top of the show, including one in Townsville. So there goes plan B or C for the NRL grand final. Hopefully less than that tomorrow. Otherwise, we could see further restrictions for the grand final. Mm. Get range of confidence for the price of a quad. Visit your local Polaris dealer today. This is Sports Day. We are doing it live, by the way, from the Sporting Globe in Rabina. As we get the countdown to the count. It's fantastic. The how ribs. good? Oh, the ribs were great. But how good was the cauliflower. I, thought, I never thought you would either eat, eat. You didn't even know what it was when it came out. I thought out, it was you? calamari for the first <laughs> 20 pieces. Cam Murray. Yes. Calamari. Oh, That's yeah. right. I thought it was calamari <laughs> for yeah. the first 20 pieces, and I realised it was a vegetable. Well, they actually changed his name, too, in that ad. Oh, no, I we'll can't call remember. him Jack. Jack, yeah, that's right, Jack Murray. <laughs> All right, boys, lots of texts coming through on 04667. Uh, hang on, 0467. 0477 736. Sorry. The Penrith fan for the day. Yeah, Reynolds is part of the best halves pairing in the comp. That's why his own club punted him. Reynolds is one trick pony with his kicking game and wouldn't make first grade at most clubs. Oh, I tend to disagree. Oh, that's insane for a day. So Just, we were talking about uh, yeah. Wayne Bennett's comment that you know comparing Reynolds and Walker to Alfie and Kevy, one of the all-time great halves pairs, and we tossed up Laurie and and uh, Ricky and uh, I think somebody was also. Oh, they mentioned the great Sturlow and, and Brett Kenny, didn't they? Plenty have, yeah, absolutely, yeah. yeah. Now, uh, there's some text missing from this, uh, but sort of get the, the gist of what the text message says. Hi, boys. Here's one for you. South by a point, but oh, yeah. Panthers get the first one-pointer, and then Reynolds kicks a long ranger to go a point in front, a two-pointer. <laughs> wow. well, well, kicks Mark. another one. He I kicked, like that finish. He kicked the first one of the season. He did. He did. He did. Um, also, talking about uh, players of the match, did Slippery Steve Morris win a man of the match in the 79 grand finals of Dragon? I'm... Yes, I'm pretty sure that, I reckon that was the first ever Clive Churchill it was. medal. When did he pass away, Clive? Was it around then, 1980 or something? I mean, yeah, he was, was actually there. 1983, I think it was, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Because uh, they backtracked, sure. they backtracked the, the uh, Clive Churchill medal winners. Yeah, that's mm. right. Because um, in retrospect, Graham Eady got a couple. Yeah. Um, there you go. Yeah. yeah. He won the Dally M that year as well. So that was a man of the match. Won the Dally M yeah. Absolutely. Was he a winger or a half? He was a half back then. 
He played a bit. Of, yeah, he played five eighth halfback and wing. Yeah, didn't he played he? some wings. Super quick. Super yeah. quick. Amazing. He was. Um, now, uh, Dally M. We didn't have man of the match. We back then. Although this must be a Siri. You know, one of those Siri ones where yeah. you talk into the phone. Yeah. We didn't have M O M. We back then. Way although back then. he did win Player of the Year with one of the newspapers, which subsequently turned out to be the Dally M. Okay. Right. That Who? Oh, Steve, Steve Morris. Right. So man yeah. of the match actually got the Dally M. That must be it. No, the Clive Churchill was the man of the match. Yeah. Retrospectively. Yeah. Except for '89. My head's going to explode. Okay. Cheers, Bondi yeah. Jack. Thanks very much for your text <laughs> message. The best grand finals with the Chooks beating Manly in 2013 and shutting down Camden Smith's Storm team in 2018. Well, Camden, oh, you know, they did too, 2018, beat them in the grand final. Uh, the greatest grand final moment was when down 18-8 with 18 minutes left and Sonny Bill Williams tore the heart out of Manly's ruck. He did too. He an absolute blinder. Offloaded Jimmy Maloney. Yeah, you know, I reckon who had a massive hand in that game too. Um, big uh, Daniel Tupo yeah, on the left wing. He, he terrorised uh, the Wolfman. The Wolfman. Oh, he got he it did. back in the game. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Walker to win the Clive Churchill. Souths 25 16. Hey, hey, hey. I've got South. My, that's my prediction. We were talking about this earlier. I got the Rabbitohs by seven. Well, that's by nine. And Walker to win the Clive Churchill. Who have you got, Sats? Are we going to do that now? Yeah, okay. might as well. I'm going to go Panthers 28 16. And I'm going to go uh, Jerome Luai. 12 <laughs> points up. You're going to be Clive comfortable Churchill. in the last Please. five minutes to just chill Jerome Luai. Jerome Luai was great last week. You know what? Statistics tell you when you play Melbourne, you lose the following week because they take that much out of you physically. But this right. young this young Panthers side, I think they'll recover better. And I think Adam Reynolds' general play kicking game won't be as effective as what it has been in the past because of that groin injury. Well, they'll put some pressure on Cody Walker. Well, we've it? got Johnny Rabbit McLean. Johnny Rabbit from McLean, New South Wales. He says um, Good spot. Rabbit's 18, Panthers 6, Cam Murray, man of the match. Well, mine's 18-12 to the Bunnies. Cam Murray, man of the match as well. Got to play 80 minutes. No, he, but he Murray. doesn't need to, mate. He does not need to play 80 minutes. Keep Good. your text messages. Good play that, Callum Murray. Coming, coming through. Oh four double seven. 736-736 is our text number. Uh, who's your prediction for the Clive Churchill and who's going to win the game on Sunday? Plus, uh, what else do we want? Oh, the best halves combination you've seen play the game. That'll be handy as well. This is Sports Day. Thanks to the new Kia Nero electric SUV range. It has landed. We are doing it live. Come down and say hello. You right, boys? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. This is Sports Day with Badge and Sats. For Kia, the new Kia Nero electric SUV range has landed. On Sports Day, time for a racing Queensland update. Queensland is your place to race this year. All right, we'll see how we go before we ask him for a tip. Actually, let's ask Riley Day, uh, Olympic sprinter, if we should get uh, Chris to give us some tips. Oh, God. Okay, that's not good. <laughs> Wayne, what about you? Hello? <laughs> right, no, Wayne's, Wayne's still there. The jury but... says no. <laughs> the jury says no. <laughs> Uh, anyway, mates, uh, lots of good Queensland horses uh, racing uh, interstate this weekend. Well, there certainly are. We have to keep our eye on the weather in Sydney, especially with rock fire. And uh, that wasn't Chartonte a bad run. Well, that wasn't a bad run. First up, was it? It was a very good run, considering it was on a wet track, which isn't really his go. 
and he hadn't raced for quite some time off of that uh, career, almost career-ending uh, injury. So he'll take a lot of benefit from that, but he's certainly going to be better placed on a good track. And look, in Sydney, it is uh, pretty much dry, but we'll just have to see what happens over the next day or so. So he, Rothfire and Jonker both go around in the, uh, the Premier Stakes, which is basically the final lead-up to the Everest in two weeks' time. Startantes for Rob Heathcote again goes around in the Group 1 Flight Stakes. She was really good in the Golden Rose uh, last Saturday, running on from the back of the field. Her, her sectionals home were bettered only by Animo and another horse that I can't think of off the top of my head. <laughs> and <laughs> that's not the name of the horse either. Yeah, yeah. Good and research again, mate. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And Incentivise goes around against Very Elegant. Now, if you thought Incentivise was thrown in the deep end last time, well, it's even deeper this time. Very elegant going for uh, Group 1 win number 10. How good is Very Elegant, eh? That run, that run was it oh. last weekend? It was just amazing. Yes. Or the weekend before? Oh, the yeah. weekend before. Unbelievable. Unbelievable run. Yeah, she's, she is a, uh, she's a ripper. She she's really got a big is. heart, hasn't she? She just doesn't know when yep. to say no. No, and look, I believe there's a bit of rain around in Melbourne, and the rain certainly uh, won't worry her at all. Right, uh, yeah. Very elegant. So incentivise will know he's in a race with her. Certainly. Um, do you want to have you put the form guide under the cocky cage uh, yet? And has it produced the goods for the tips this weekend? Well, just before I, I do, Artorius was the other horse. Oh, sorry. sorry. That ran home yep. very well. I did, yes. It came to me just then, just after you said that. Anyway. Back to the cocky cage. Uh, uh, have you got any tips? No. Has the parrot um, liked anything? Well, Doomben Saturday, and I just don't know what this weather's going to do. We could get 50, 60 mils of rain, so they will be racing on some sort of a wet track. Race two, number two, Rebel Salute, loves the wet ground, was a good thing beaten last time. Should make amends, particularly if we are on a wet track, which I think we will be. And there's only one danger in that race, and I think it's number three, the Pines. So we'll be backing Rebel Salute, and we'll be taking the exacta with the Pines. Race two, number yep. two, and number three. I guess the form guide this weekend is to see which horses runs well in the hail. Is that, well, golf ball size well, hail? Not really, because Saturday is supposed to be 28 degrees and sunny. It's just the two lead-ups, that, uh, oh, Thursday and Friday, that are going to be, yeah, uh, the rain we get Thursday night and Friday night, which will uh, do the damage. So other than that, I think next five days into the, or through the weekend and beyond is fine and hot and summer-like. All right. Uh, we'll leave you with that, mate. Uh, we'll catch up with you next Tuesday. Queensland is racing. The action continues this week across the Sunshine State. Visit racingqueensland.com.au. Thanks, Chris O. Thank you, Jase. All right, Chris Nelson there, boys. Um, one thing we haven't talked about so far, and we're live from the Sporting Globe at Rabina too. Come on down and say hello. Uh, we haven't talked about the coaches in this grand final yet. Ivan Cleary versus Wayne Bennett Batch. There's a big difference in experience as far as grand finals go, isn't there? Well, Ivan's been around for, I think, 15 seasons now. Um, he had one, maybe one season off a couple of years ago. Um, he was boss of the referees there. For yes, he yeah. was. But he's none from two, if I'm right, Sats, to Warriors in 2011. That's right, yep. Lost to the Roosters and then last season. Wayne, oh, my calculations, including his, his um, first, his early coaching was in, started in 1977 in Brisbane. And apart from a couple of years Valleys, there, was he? He, was, he was at Souths. South. And then he, he, after three years, he went to Brothers for a year or two. Yep. Came, he had a year or two off and then went back to Souths. Um, I reckon he's done 43 years coaching, 12 grand finals, and he's won eight. A yeah, little bit incredible. of a difference there. He does know how to win big games. However, um, of course, his most recent one, yep. they were beaten on the, right at the end, weren't they, by the, by the Cowboys. It doesn't mean... The, the bunnies win, 
but it's it's I think it does really help with their preparation and their calmness. Yeah, you'd be um, you'd be pretty confident sitting in that change room at South, wouldn't you? With Wayne, looking at Wayne and hearing him talk to you before the game and dealing with him throughout it's the week. It's interesting listening to an interview last week with uh, one of the South players, and he said uh, before the game, it's hard not to feel good about yourself when when Wayne gives one of his Churchillian speeches. And there's not a lot of there's not a lot in his words, is there? No, Wayne, no, it's, it's never... very direct, and you basically know where you stand and, and what you're playing for. So, hey, just on. Just on the coaches, a text message here, uh, 0477-736-736. G'day, boys. Craig here. Love the show. Badger's song, Here Comes yeah, the Sun. Yeah, it's good on you, Craig. Do you think that's what Ivan will be singing when Nathan wins the Clive Churchill? <laughs> As he goes up on the stage. That one's dismissed. That's also, gold. Also, <laughs> also the best six and seven, Kenny and Sterling. Yeah. Yeah, yep. they're outstanding. All right, we better get to a break, boys. This is Sports Day. The all-new Kia Nero electric SUV range. Available as a hybrid, plug-in hybrid and full electrics. Uh, we'll be back real soon here, live from the Sporting Globe Ravina. You're listening to Sports Day. Have your say by dropping badge and sats a text. 0477 736 736. That's 0477 736 736. This is Sports Day. We'll be right back. Want to witness the world's biggest football game? Head to iCanWin.com.au, predict Australia's score with a crystal ball, and it could be you and a friend at the FIFA World Cup Qatar 2022 semi finals, all thanks to McDonald's. Mackers, together and loving it. TNCs apply.